the FT. GitHub, an online forum for software developers that also hosts tools used by Chinese internet users to bypass censorship, has been hit by a powerful cyber attack that security experts believe originated in China. The San Francisco startup said it was the largest denial-of-service attack in its history. I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and joining me to discuss this attack are Hannah Kuchler, the FT's correspondent in San Francisco, and Charles Clover, our correspondent in Beijing. Hannah, let me start with you. Can you give us a sense of what exactly happened here? So the attack began actually in the early hours of Thursday morning GMT. So that's now five days ago. So they've been battling what's called a denial of service attack. There are several different types of cyber attack, but a denial of service attack is kind of what it sounds like. People are trying to take the website down and they do this by directing lots of traffic, often meant for another website, to this website so that it's sort of overwhelmed. In this case, cybersecurity experts think that they're directing traffic from Baidu, which is the uh, sort of Chinese equivalent of Google. So you can imagine it's quite overwhelming. Now, what exactly, because I don't think a lot of people might know GitHub as well as other companies like Apple or Google or Facebook. What is GitHub? Can you give us a sense of what that's about? Yeah, sure. So it's actually a forum beloved by software engineers and startups, and they use it to store their code and collaborate. Some engineers use it almost as a portfolio to show their good code. People share information about different ways of doing things. So Charles, if I can turn to you, what would the Chinese want to get out of launching an attack on GitHub? GitHub hosts or stores code for a number of very important websites, among them some websites that help internet users get around Chinese censorship. They help internet users get around the so-called Great Firewall. And the Chinese have blocked GitHub in the past, in 2013. But the interesting thing is that if you block GitHub, you're also blocking a bunch of websites with genuine commercial applications. And the last time the Chinese blocked GitHub, apparently, there was a a lot of protests from commercial internet services. And so they couldn't actually block it. And so instead, what they seem to be trying to do is launch a denial of service attack, which is different than blocking it. It's just trying to knock out the website, or at least make it pay a huge amount of money for more internet infrastructure and more resources in order to sort of punish it and try and intimidate the owners into getting rid of certain types of content that clearly are objectionable to somebody. Charles, standing back a bit, how does the Great Firewall actually work? The Great Firewall works by a method known as DNS pollution which is a very technical term, which basically means that they use devices that try and confuse the internet and make internet users, computers, unable to find the proper addresses of the websites that they're going. They do this to certain websites that the Chinese government clearly has some objection to. What's going on in the case of GitHub, though, is something different. What's happened in the past is that the Great Firewall would block outbound traffic from China trying to get to websites like Facebook or YouTube or Google that the Chinese government has blocked. What's happening in the case of GitHub is different. It's the Great Firewall appears to be attacking a website by rerouting a huge amount of traffic to that website and forcing that website to come up with more bandwidth, which costs a lot of money. Otherwise, it's going to be knocked out. 
So this seems to be a new iteration or a, an upgrade of the Great Firewall. Uh, instead of being inwardly focused into sort of passively blocking traffic that tries to get to certain websites, it's actually going out and attacking these websites. It's moving outside of China, which has got some people quite worried. So Hannah, one of the things that it seems to be about this particular company is that they're kind of around the infrastructure which is the uh, sort of Chinese equivalent of Google. So you can imagine it's quite overwhelming. Now, what exactly, because I don't think a lot of people might know GitHub as well as other companies like Apple or Google or Facebook. What is GitHub? Can you give us a sense of what that's about? Yeah, sure. So it's actually a forum beloved by software engineers and startups, and they use it to store their code and collaborate. Some engineers use it almost as a portfolio to show their good code. People share information about different ways of doing things. So Charles, if I can turn to you, what would the Chinese want to get out of launching an attack on GitHub? GitHub hosts or stores code for a number of very important websites, among them some websites that help internet users get around Chinese censorship. They help internet users get around the so-called Great Firewall. And the Chinese have blocked GitHub in the past, in 2013. But the interesting thing is that if you block GitHub, you're also blocking a bunch of websites. Denial of service attack doesn't normally affect a consumer that badly. It just means they can't get to the website, right? It's not like a data breach where some personal information is being stolen. In this case, GitHub is quite a distributed site. You know, it's structurally made sound so that a lot of the site has stayed up. But I mean, they've been fighting this for days. It's a lot of resources for the company to put into a fight like this. And so there is always the risk. The startups that rely on them, the software engineers that rely on them, have some of their pages go down as well. Hannah Kutchler in San Francisco and Charles Clover in Beijing, thanks very much. This podcast was produced by Amy Keane. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc., 